0: I have great, exciting, excellent news. It's such great news that I couldn't wait to share this news for you. Except, I waited two weeks to share it. I waited two weeks to share this news. Which is more than my former employer gave me. That's right, former employer. As of right now, recording this, I'm unemployed. (sighs) But, Or as I like to call it, fun-employed. Yes, yes. Staring into the void of nothingness, wondering where your next check be coming from is uh, very fun, very fun indeed. It's an exciting time, especially as you get older, the bills get heavier, and life, life, your retirement plan, all those things. They just say, "Hey, you can't contribute to me anymore because you are a broke." And then I look at it, stare in the face, say, "Oh, I still got bills and I got other things." And We're going to get into all of that. All of that will be discussed, discovered, uncovered, and we'll see. We'll see. We'll talk about a lot of things here. So in times like this, I'm glad that I have an outlet to talk about these things because wow, 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 wow. And I'm glad I've been talking about this during the podcast, my whole job process. Because now I'm gonna take you from beginning to end the whole thing. You'll be like, yeah, okay, I can see what happens here. I can see what happened. And then we're gonna go all around the world. We're gonna go, I'm gonna relate it to my other things. And I didn't plan on making this a me episode. I was like, hmm, let's talk about the stars. Let's talk about something nerdy or cool or fun or hip. Or sheesh, bust a bustin', as you kids say. Nobody says that anymore, I don't think. But some way, somehow, life always has a way of making me go in the opposite direction of the direction I plan to go. But that's fine. That is not a problem because I planned for this contingency. I did not at all plan for this contingency. But it is a contingency that happened nonetheless. So what am I to do? sit here sulk feel sorry for myself or make this a cathartic experience for all of us discuss what exactly happened and maybe discover where i go from here this might happen this episode who knows i don't have anything written this is going to be directly off the top of my head extemporaneous so to speak but maybe find out an answer you know when you're bullcrapping for something, maybe even caught in a lie. Maybe you're writing a paper the night before. (laughs) You gotta turn it in or a couple hours before. Or maybe it's just something with a deadline, and you're just thinking, thinking, thinking through a problem, and then all of a sudden, ah, aha. You start bullcrapping your way at first. You start just talking, generally, randomly, and then all of a sudden, I'm making hand gestures, sorry about that. All of a sudden, Something's brought into focus, like a snap back to reality. And then all of a sudden, something's clear. The picture becomes clear. Unlike when you look in a mirror. Okay, we're going to get off that. I'm not sure how long the intro song is going to be because I haven't put it on yet, but I'm going to take a break right now just to see if I can find something that's going to be that long. That's what she said. So... Let's get the elephant in the room out of the way. So so I can record my podcast, because if there was an elephant in the room, it'd be pretty difficult to record a podcast with that elephant sitting in the room. Okay, now that I've got the elephant out of the room, let's talk about how I lost my job. So this job, you, you've been with me at this job. I've As of recording this, well, after recording this, as of my last recording... <laughs> I've, I was at the job a bit over a year. A little bit over the year. So, I actually got this job through a connection. really good friend of mine from yesteryear working. Like, this is a few jobs ago now. But the one big job, the one big job that's always left a mark on me. My first adult job that I worked for longer than I should have. And left later than I should have. But anyway, a friend from that job had was working this job. And another friend was working this job. And they really enjoyed the job. They really enjoyed the job. The job was not difficult. But it was a lot of work. The work was plentiful. That means overtime was plentiful. And they provided bonuses. And it was all work from home. So you remember following me. Before this last job. I was. An entrepreneur. (laughs) I had my own business. And thanks to certain things that affected everyone that business quickly shut down without a hope of being resurrected so i was in a scramble i needed a job and this came at the right time now i didn't work for the company right away i became a contractor for the company because usually some companies, they hire you as a temporary employee before they wanna hire you on as a real employee to see, hey, are we a good fit? Are you a good fit? Et cetera, et cetera. When you do that, you don't have to worry about things like uh, unemployment benefits or anything like that. So there's a lot of advantages to hiring temps for employers, hiring temps before making them permanent. I was hired as a part of a big group. There was about mm, 15 of us, 15 or 16 of us, right? I started. So we started in the spring of last year, right? And the first month, everybody stayed on. There was just so much work, so much work. But not everybody caught on. Funny enough, I've always been confident in my abilities to work. But at first, I was worried because I kept making these small mistakes, these minor errors that weren't critical, but when you're looking to stick on to a job and not do anything wrong, they're huge to you. And I said, I need money because I've been without money for long enough. Somehow one month became two months and two months became three months. The thing about the three month mark is they started letting people go. They started letting people go. Why? Because for whatever reason, they weren't cutting it or something. So the class of 16 got whittled down to about 10. It's like, Ooh, well, and I was one of those 10 that made it. And I was, I was okay with that. It's like, it sucks for them. Because it always sucks for people to lose their jobs when they're not ready to lose their job. And also I said, although I said it sucks for them, I was relieved to still have a job. Then a couple more months passed. The work was still tremendous, tremendous amount of work. A couple more months passed. And then our group of ten became an intrepid group of four. Just four of us. But the good news about the four of us that remained, by the end of the summer... We were being hired on officially. What? Great, officially. What did that mean? Instead of asking for overtime, we could just take it freely, and we'd be eligible for bonuses. First couple of months of being a full-time regular employee there, earned a lot of money, racked up a lot of overtime, and made myself eligible for the bonuses. Like, lots of money. Talking about so much money, it's like getting an extra check per month. That's what what I was working with. So that was great. But here's the thing. The industry that I worked in, the mortgage industry, they have these things called ebbs and flows, just like a lot of other industries. A lot of financial-related industries. And the mortgage industry tends to overhire when things are going good and course correct eventually, but the course correct happens very swiftly, and it's, it's bloody. <laughs> so for a few months there, overtime, crazy, being able to start work whenever you want and stop work whenever you want as long as the work was done, great. That makes for a great, a, a relatively great work environment. You give someone those two things, They'll probably be, they'll, they'll, they'll sacrifice like a higher base salary or things like that to have those things. Freedom of your time and the ability to earn more. That's what a lot of people want. So it was a pretty sweet deal. It was a pretty sweet deal. I, I can't complain. Even when the work got to be a lot, I, kn- I knew it was never too much for me to handle because I'd always have more time to do it. But then a few months later, things started changing. First thing that started changing, they completely revamped the bonus structure. Now all of a sudden, it would be a lot harder to get that bonus than it was before. Significantly harder. But you can still get bonus. So it's like, okay, well, hey, the bonus went, but at least we have overtime. Ha ha. That very same month, the overtime rules were restricted. They got more restrictive. Said you can work you can work overtime as much as you want, but you just have to clear it with us. Okay. Soon and very soon that would change. That would change almost overnight. Every single check that rule kept getting changed. So this is how the overtime rule happened. <clears throat> First, work as much overtime as you want, but ask. Next it was well, you can only have a certain amount of overtime per week, but you don't need to ask. And then it was, you can still work that certain amount of overtime per week, but you have to ask. And then it became, you can only work this amount of overtime per week, and you don't have to ask. And then finally, it became, there, there's no overtime. There's no overtime for you, Period. No overtime whatsoever. That happened in a matter of three pay periods. Maybe four. That's how it was. Rapid. Every pay period, it's like whoever does payroll says, oh, we're still paying too much. Lower it. Oh, we're still paying too much. Lower it. Ah, we're still paying too much. Lower it. At the same time, the the bonuses, eh, they change more slowly because the bonuses came out from one month to the next. So, when they were still paying too much the one month, then the very next month, they said, ah, it's time to lower that. And then the very same next month, they decided to lower that to where essentially nobody was making bonus. It went from a system where everybody was making bonus to where nobody was making bonus. Hmm. Talking about no worker bees. Now, here's the dirty little secret about corporate America. Obviously, we know executives always make their bonus. They always get bonuses. That just is what that is. If you if you're fortunate enough in corporate America to not be a worker bee, you already know that. But if you're a worker bee, your perks are the first perks to actually go 9 times out of 10, 99% of the time actually. And that is exactly what happened with us. All of our perks and all of our benefits were taken away including, <laughs> this was the kicker, this was probably the last draw. our freedom of time. No longer could we start at a certain time and end at a certain time. We were given strict regimented times we could clock in and clock out, period. There were no exceptions to that, which, based on our job, as long as we get the work done, doesn't really make sense. But it's to monitor, it's to regulate, it's to do all those things, is to control the work population of your company. And for whatever, I'm not I'm not here for a philosophical or political debate about that. It's just that is what that is. Objectively, I'm pointing out a statement of fact. <sighs> so, with all the freedoms that we previously enjoyed from the job. I've been telling you about these things. I've been telling you about these things all along. And I've been a part of enough layoffs and transitions and all those other things to know <laughs> when there's a storm or brewing, when there's trouble coming. You do all those things not only to control costs, not only to control people, but for certain people, if you take away enough of the things that they enjoy about a certain working situation, They'll leave on their own. The advantages of having an employee leave on their own is you don't have to worry about pesky unemployment. You don't have to worry about severance. There's a lot of things you don't necessarily have to worry about. But when you have employees that are entrenched, that are worried about their paycheck, that are just still just comfortable enough to really not go out there and look for jobs, you're still in trouble. Why do I know this? Because that's what me and my my fellow coworkers and I That's exactly where we were. I had a little team of three. It was, again, the person that got me over to the job and another friend of ours, right? Every day, we talk trash about this job, or at least talk about this job. And it was funny, right? Because they were there longer than I was. So they enjoyed a lot more freedoms than I did for longer. But they were so angry at every change that happened. And I wasn't pleased with the changes that were happening. But I knew why they were doing it. And I knew it was to come soon after that. So I wasn't... That's why I honestly never got too comfortable at this job. Even when I was officially a member of the team. Even when my numbers looked good. Even when I was making overtime. I never got comfortable. Because... I always knew personally, I had one foot out the door whether that be my foot, <laughs> me stepping out the door or them, you know, kicking me out the door. I just didn't know which one was going to happen first. So fast forward comes ma It comes a month. I've, I mean, comes the month that I've been working here for a year, but you hear everything about the markets. Now here's the thing. I don't like to actively pay attention to a lot of the market stuff. Um, just because it's interesting, but kind of boring at the same time. It's like mortgage rates are, out. how does it affect me? Can I buy a house right now? No. <laughs> Would I buy a house right now in this market? No, because they charge way too much. So I said, let me relax. Just I, I, what what is watching and listening about the market going to do good for me? It's not, it's just going to make me worry about my job. So I don't listen. But again, these things are cyclical and these things are historical. What goes up must come down. It's a law. It's Newton's law. It'd be hilarious if that wasn't actually Newton's law, but I'm pretty sure it is. I'm not going to check it though, but I'm I'm like, it's it's been a while since I've been in school. But what goes up must come down. Unless you have an anti-gravity field, which I don't have. But if you have one of those... Put it on the market. Maybe you should, you should actually sell that to me, so I could have it, so I will never get down again. So, there was another troubling thing, right? They could restrict all these things simply because the work wasn't there. The work kept getting less and less and less. It's like the slice of the pizza. The pizza kept getting smaller, so we went from an extra large to a large, large to a medium, medium to a small, while still having the same amount of mouths to feed. So they had to kill some children off. They had to. I was like, uh, which, who, you, who are you taking to the market? And then you gotta wonder, who are you taking to the market versus who are you leaving at home? And who's that bad news for? Sometimes you could be taking your kid to the market so they don't see what's gonna happen at home. But sometimes you're taking that kid somewhere they're not gonna return from. So there we are, just worker being it away, one month led into the next. Here I am, just at just as it turned spring. Just as it turned spring. Making plans, making arrangements. Making some very expensive decisions about following dreams. I wish I told you. But there's a couple of projects that I've I've had in my heart and mind and soul and body for a while. That I said, you know what? I have money at the moment. Let me go ahead and invest invest in myself. Invest in these things that I must undertake. So I did it. I did it. I did it. I have money now committed to projects been a really big other purchase that i made all cash it's all it's all cash it's all money that i've saved up thanks to this job so but hey am i a little worried who knows who knows maybe maybe this will be the podcast episode that takes me over the top make sure i never had to get a nine to five again isn't that great isn't that wishful thinking that way anyway, here comes the spring Spring always means new beginnings. We like to think that, right? But the beginning of spring is usually not ideal. It's not picturesque. There's still that winter chill that you got to get over. And then, at least where I'm from, there's a period of rain. A few periods of, of just rain and rain and rain that you got to go through. And then it becomes spring. Then things start to... Blossom and bloom beautifully, and then the summer comes. So we're just entering spring. I'm doing work. I finished pretty early work for the day. Like, I'm number one, I'm really efficient at the job at this point because I've been doing it for over a year. Number two, there's less work to do. So by about 10 o'clock in the morning, after starting at 9 o'clock in the morning, because that's the time they forced me to start, (laughs) I'm done the work. I'm done the work for the day in an hour. So what do I do? I just sit there. I sit there and try to make myself busy because they still do monitor you. You can only be away from your computer for a certain amount of time. And they could contact you at any moment. So I, all this time, all this time, since I started working there, even when I'm done my work I never leave my area why because you never know when they're going to contact you it's crazy how you keep things routine and then the one day you don't keep things routine things seem to happen so this time I decided well I have a it's time for a break It's time. For, I have all my work done I have my work done. I have all the work that they could possibly give me done right now. Everyone else is taking a break. I know because I know. Because they told me the tricks. The tricks of the trade. I'm going to take a break too. Why not? Now, it's funny because all along, I never downloaded any work-related software on my own phone. Because that always creeps and weirds me out. But the day before... I finally downloaded Microsoft Teams on my phone because that's what they use to communicate. So downloaded Microsoft Teams. and The beautiful thing about Microsoft Teams is you're going to look like you're still at your computer when you're away from your computer. And I thought I found a game changer for me. I said, you know what? I'm going to utilize this from now on. I'm going to do my work. But then once my work's done, I'm going to go ahead and just I'm going to find something else to do. Maybe work on that screenplay I've been trying to work on. But anyway, so the one time I decided, let me actually go away from my computer. Let me, you know what? I'm going to watch something, anything. I'm going to watch anything right now. I'm just sit on my couch, which is five, six feet away from my big honking monster of a computer station. And I'm just going to Relax. So as I'm relaxing, checking every so often, checking the computer every so often, just making sure that I, I haven't missed anything, I didn't get any urgent emails, anything, but mostly staying on my phone and making sure Teams are up, I finally relaxed. And I think the universe knew I finally relaxed, because that's when the universe threw me a curveball. So, I randomly check my phone and notice that on Teams, I'm in a meeting. That's weird. How can I be in a meeting? Like how? How right now am I scheduled to be in a meeting when there isn't a meeting that has been scheduled? So I race over to my computer and look at it. Look at the email. And sure shooting. Like a moment before the meeting started, I was sent a request to join a meeting. I was like, "That's weird." So I I messaged my two friends who work at the company with me. I'm like, "Hey guys, I'm. Did you know about this meeting that we're gonna we're having?" And then they said no. Then they said no. And I'm like, uh... Huh. 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 Interesting. Obviously, I get on the meeting at this point in time. But because I missed the first couple of minutes of the meeting, I had no idea what they were talking about. So I got on. And the thing when I got on it, the message... What I was hearing from the person is, as soon as we get off this call your access to our systems are going to be restricted. And I'm like, ooh, uh (laughs) uh-oh. That's not something you want to hear when you get on the call. Apparently, I wasn't the only one that got on the call late, though, because somebody else got on the call as well. Like, a few other people got on the call late and said, sorry, I missed the first part of that. I'm assuming we're being laid off. And that's when I actually heard it again. Yes, or heard it for the first time because they reiterated yes this is a call laying you all off it's nothing you did it's the company etc etc and you know when you like even sometimes when you prepare for the bad thing to happen because we know bad things happen in our lives we know bad things are going to happen throughout our lives until it's no longer our lives like, that's just what it is. We're, we're going to receive bad news, and we're going to see plenty of it. So you know when you're ready for the bad news, or you think you're ready for the bad news, you prepare for the bad news, you know the bad news can happen at any moment. But then when you finally get the bad news, it's like, huh. That was the moment I had for me, because I was like, this was Monday. This was on a Monday morning. This was on a Monday morning that this happened. They let everybody go. Not everybody. No, no. Let me back up. Then let, let, they let everybody on the call go. Obviously, I was relieved because to my two friends that did get me onto the company, um, they helped me stay on. I mean, they 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 stayed on, and I'm happy for them, because they have a lot of they have significant responsibilities, and I don't want them to be jobless like I was. But yeah, it was pretty surgical. Hey. You guys are let go. It's not you, it's us. These things happen. There's severance. Um, there will be a listing. There will also be unemployment. Goodbye. As soon as the call was over, right? As soon as the call was over, it's like the remote hand from the sky shut down the system. Now, it didn't shut down the computer, obviously, but it restricted everything email files, none of that, I I couldn't access any of that, it just had a screen saying, hey, return it here, return it here, so, I was sitting, there I was sitting, just stunned, out of my mind, like, um, because I I didn't expect it, like, if you've been listening to the podcast for Every episode now and again, I just said, hey, this is something to be mindful of. And also talked to other people about this. Like, ah, they're going to be letting people go. <sighs> but when it happened, apparently, I still didn't expect it. And I'll tell you why. Because I am talking about this two weeks later now. It's been two weeks since I've been laid off. And... That first week, I, that first week, like I, I I always thought to myself, when I got my freedom of time back, I would be such a great steward of it. I would do all these things that I've said before in previous episodes that I just don't have the energy for. I have this board, it's a whiteboard that had all the things and projects and everything I'm trying to accomplish that I couldn't always get everything done because I never had the time to, thanks to the job, the thankless, thankless job that I had to sit at. And all of a sudden, that obstacle was removed, and I did nothing. I just kind of sat there, sat in it for about a week. I didn't didn't go to the gym. I didn't edit any videos. I didn't make a podcast. I barely touched my guitar. Um... And it's not like I was overly sad or anything like that. It wasn't like, I'm like, oh, I don't know what I'm going to do. At least, I don't know if I was connected to that. Because I was just like, wow, huh, this really did just happen. Only problem with wanting to do all those things is things still do cost money to, to, to undertake. And I got to make sure I have enough money to undertake those things. So I get my freedom of time. But I was in this brave new world. So the first week, I, I crapped the bed. Like I, I, I started a couple of different projects, but I needed that first week to just step back and kind of absorb the fact that this job let me go. The second week, I fared a little better. I fared a little better. I started getting back into certain things, but it's still... It still wasn't up to the hundred percent that I wanted it to be like, okay, I now have eight hours of time, which I did not have before to invest in the things that I want to do. Not forever, but at least for this month and probably for next month. And if I wanted to stretch it out to a third month, they are offering unemployment. I'm like, wow. In the meantime, I can get this, this, and this done. I can get this, this, and this done. But I couldn't think about any of that the first week. And I could barely think about any of that the second week. But now that we are finally entering the third week of this, there's no more time to waste for me. And that's why you're getting an episode. That's why you're getting an episode right now. Because finally, I processed all that. Finally, I got to tell the story. I wanted to tell it right away, but I'm just like, ah, oh, I can't. Like, There's been a lot happening in the past couple of weeks. For me, for others, a a lot. So, now that all that is settled, now it's a problem. Now it's a problem. I have nothing, I have no bad feelings or thoughts about the old job. It's a job. It's a job. You are a number. (laughs) You are a cog in the machine. So, sometimes... They'll remove cogs. Sometimes they'll replace cogs. This happens. Guess what? I've been laid off before at a place that paid a lot more. I've been, I, have, I lost my own, I, I lost my own, like my company, quote unquote. This is nothing new to me, but it's also nothing permanent. I'll be able to get a job if I want a job again. I've interviewed reasonably well. I've amassed skills and connections and all those blah, 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 blah things we talk about. In the meantime, let me chase a dream or two. Let me chase a dream or two for a couple of months. Let me work out for double the amount of time every single day. Try to get a revenge on the job body. Let me be able to play my guitar for... Hours and hours and hours. Let me finally finish that screenplay that I've been trying to finish. Let me publish that children's book that I wrote, which I'm in the middle of publishing. Let me learn how to create EDM music. I have I have some time now. I, it probably would take me a weekend to learn how to do it, and then I can start pumping music out. <laughs> Put out like a like ten songs a day or whatever. I don't know. But. giving an artist a blank canvas right now right it's up to me to make some art with that blank canvas I no longer have a small window to paint in as far as the daily goes I now have a significantly larger window I have a significantly larger window in which to paint in which to create at least on a daily basis because no matter what I'm not working on something that I don't want to do for eight straight hours a day. So possibly, we could look back on this episode, we could look back on this time and say, that was the best thing that could have ever happened to me, is me being laid off from that job. And I'm not talking about in terms of success. I'm not. I'm talking about in terms of, maybe, maybe this time, I'll get to scratch that itch of, Hey, if I had a lot of hours to myself, what would I do every single day? Now, I'm not not—I'm still not trying to spread myself too thin, but before, I was spreading myself too thin. I was. Now I'm at a place where I'm not, because I can't. I can't if I tried. I could take one of the things... If I take one of the things I enjoy and do that eight hours a day, like I did work, it's still something that I enjoyed. Like... I went from something that was joyless to anything that I do now is going to be joyful. And if I have to go the traditional look for a job route, I'm not looking for a job eight hours a day. I'm not. And I'm not spending my energy looking into a job eight hours a day. Truth of the matter is, I had way more warning at this job than any of the other times. Because my first big job, I got forced out well before I was ready and why was I forced out? Because there were forces conspiring against me that I had no idea about. Uh let's see. My jaunt into nonprofit, I had no idea that many nonprofits are so poorly run, uh, between being incompetent and crooked before I was actually on the inside of it. It's like, oh, this is terrible. But still, up until like the week before, the other job I got laid off of, I had no idea, not even a week before, like the night before, I had no idea I was being laid off. It's always, it's always a surprise. This one was also a surprise. Not that it happened, just the when that it happened. And obviously, the losing my business, eh. I don't think anyone, any of us saw that coming like that. Now, there's some people who always predicted wild and crazy things, but I think anybody, no one said, hey. No one of Credence said, hey, this is going to happen at some point in time that we took, paid attention to. I don't want to talk about that. Anyway. But now I can take up another hobby and still have time for the other things that I'm doing. It's, the universe has provided me a gift within this curve which would like and that to me to me right this is the actual power of the quote-unquote positive thinking the turning a negative into a positive all that stuff you hear like i've been given the time to do things time is our most precious valuable resource by far, by far. You can never earn more time. It's one thing you can't earn. And now I have it. Now, do I wish I had it with a few more zeros before the decimal point in my bank account? Absolutely, because the decimal point is after <laughs> the zeros after my after the decimal point. The zeros after the decimal point. That's, that's infinite. That's infinite, you know? Do I wish I had a few more zeros in the front? Yeah. But maybe, maybe, if I continue to work on the things I've been working on, maybe I will have a few more zeros in the front. Maybe no, for this time. Hey, guess what? By late summer or midsummer, I'll have to grab a job. But maybe something I do in this meantime, maybe by the fall of next year, Or the winter two years from now. Or someday. Maybe something I've done in this window of time. Will afford me to not. Have to always clock in and report. To someone. Maybe. Maybe not. But I'm excited about it again now. And that's just it. I'm excited about it. Because now. There's possibilities. Where before it was. There were possibilities before. But. Like, everything had to compete for my energy. So, if I worked, and worked on guitar, and edited videos, guess what wouldn't be getting done? The podcast. Or if I did a podcast episode, and worked on my guitar, and edited video, or, or, yeah, that would be it. I, I wouldn't edit a video. Here's the things that I like doing. Creating. Creating. I like creating with music. But I need to become a better musician. I love creating with videos. However, after sitting in front of a monitor for eight hours a day, it's really tough sitting in front of a monitor for three, four, five more hours, even if something I love to do. It's really tough after staring at a monitor that whole time to turn around and stare at another monitor. I know it sounds crazy, but it is what it is. Because it's still work. Like, it's still it's using the same exact muscles <laughs> as far as work goes. And when you're editing video after video after video, listening to your voice over and over and over again. Why? Because you have to edit a number of videos in the same day because you got to get them out. At some point, the last thing you want to do is talk into a microphone to hear yourself speak over and over and over again for an hour, two hours. Or three hours. The thing is, you don't always energetically have it. Sometimes you just don't energetically have all those things. But now that work isn't in the way, psh, are you kidding me? You're all about to regret this. Why? <clears throat> because I'm about to put stupid amounts of volume into all of these things. Here's the thing I have about 30 videos shot. I have 30 videos shot with so many more ideas. The reason why those videos aren't out yet is because I just didn't have the time to edit those thirty videos. I'm gonna get them done in a week now. They're all gonna be out there. Guess what? This little podcast. Now that I'm fun employed, <laughs> you're about you're you're gonna get more episodes than you bargained for. And I'm about to practice my music so much you're gonna be sick of me. If I could just stay awake past certain time, I, that's the one thing I haven't been able to master yet. Because right now I don't need to have a bedtime. I can go to sleep whenever I want. Because I can wake up whenever I want. Because I can do whatever I want with my day. <sighs> but I, I, my body's just like, hey, you're used to a schedule. Shut down at this time. So I can't pull that mystical all nighter. Well, I could, but I would, I would pay for it dearly. But the good news is I'll be able to do all those things that I want for a limited time. It's going to be a limited time, just like any great performer when they have a run or residency well if you have residency you could be there but like if you're on the road if you're performing an act you do it for a limited time and then you get out of there so eventually i might have to get out of here but what if i don't like what if what if something does come along that makes sure that i'm never gonna have to clock in again wow that would be excellent that would be incredible but you know something I just realized something. I told you at the beginning of this that there would become, there might be an aha moment. There might be an epiphany. There might be, uh, like, ah, that did, that's, and I found it, right? I found it. You know my two wonderful, lovely friends who got me this job, or one got me the job, one's been there already? Well, it's funny because the one who got me the job kind of always knew any sort of news within the company before I knew it. However, with this one, with this little piece of information, they were caught off guard, so to speak. I'm really, I'm realizing right now, it's not so much they were caught off guard, is that they were told something probably in confidence, right? Or definitely in confidence, and couldn't tell me. I'm 100% sure, right, that they knew I was going to lose my job before I did. Why? Because they were cool with someone who was higher up in the company than I was. Like, not even cool. They were tight with someone. But that's how I knew I got offered the job in the first place. That's how I knew I was going to be a permanent employee. That's how I knew that when things were good, they were good. That's how I knew things about other people that nobody else knew. Why? Because of your connections. There's no way with this person who was so well connected didn't know that I was losing my job. There's no way they didn't know that. And if they knew that, and that's something so like personal and deep and so juicy that you probably got to tell somebody else. So they may have told the other person too. They might not have. It's a 50-50 toss up. But either way... I'm sure they knew before I did. Wow. That doesn't change our friendship, that doesn't do anything, that's still still the homie. But before right now, I never considered them already knowing that before I did. I mean, they did a good job of being surprised, but to me there's no possible way. You know what, am I mad at that? Absolutely not, because guess what? There's nothing at all that they could have done to save my job. Guess what? That person that they were in with, <laughs> the, the uh, higher up, they're also not a part of the company anymore. Yeah, this transition took a lot of people in a lot of different places. Not anybody, not any executive, but non-executives, plenty. My supervisor, cut. Their supervisor, cut. Like There, was, there were a lot of people that didn't survive <laughs> this cutting. But I'm sure that they knew about me being shown the door before I did. But when you're told things in confidence, in secret, it's okay to keep those things to yourself. Certain things, as long as it's not hurting anybody. Because what would I have done with that information at all? Now, me, I wouldn't have done anything to get anybody in trouble with that information because... 10 toes down. But what if I was somebody who was petty, not to be trusted, vindictive, and then I would have went somewhere to HR and said, "Hey, why are you guys leaking? Who's getting fired? who's getting canned and who's not? Maybe I would have screwed up my own unemployment or my layoff. like maybe I would have screwed up all that for myself and given them grounds to fire me or get them in trouble. So I'm not mad at all that they didn't tell me, but I'm convinced now they knew before I did. And I didn't think about that beforehand. And why didn't I think about that beforehand? Because I've been so into the, oh, I am fired. Huh, what to do now? So all of a sudden, it's having all the freedom in the world. It's like that Twilight Zone episode. The guy who wanted to read books, but there was never enough time to read books, and people always got in the way, et cetera, et cetera. Something happened, where it was an end-of-the-world event, and then all of a sudden, he had all the time in the world to read books, but then he broke his glasses. So I have all the time in the world to do things, but I don't have money. I know, I know. You do need money to do things. You do. Now, me personally, would I love nothing more to be a beach bum, or be some sort of nature bum with animals and kids and taking my guitar and doing things, yeah, but I still also like creature comforts, like the internet, (laughs) and eating, oh my god, eating, 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 that's the one thing I want to get under control while I don't have a job, I really do want to like hit the gym and eat hard, but there was a couple days out there that I binged, there were a couple days that I ate the foods, I ate the eights, and actually today, after I get off of here, I'm going to eat this delicious Korean fried chicken, oh, I found this spot, it's so good, it's so good but also no way it's not bad for you no way it's not bad for you but it's so delicious i cannot reject it and i can't deny it why would i try to so this will be last time really but a few days here and there the eating has been out of control kind of but gonna snap all that back in and suck that all up because it's time to move on to the next level It's like, wow, that's wild. I didn't realize up until now that, yeah, they must have known. And that doesn't affect our relationship at all. Because in the real world, there are secrets we keep even from our close, like the people that are the very closest to us. No one knows every little secret you have. Why? Because no one's in your mind, like... There's secrets I have that I don't even remember about myself till, I, till something unlocks. Like, oh, crap. Yeah, that's a core memory or something. Who knows? But, yeah. I think one thing that I definitely want to do while I, while the weather's going to be nice and I don't have this job, I want to go different places. And I don't mean go out of town. I mean different places within the town. And that coffee shops and other places are. I think, again, I can take my computer, I can take my laptop, and actually go elsewhere. And instead of editing in the house all day, I can edit somewhere else. I can find a place to play my guitar that's not here. (laughs) I can record a podcast episode elsewhere. That's so beautiful because for the last year, I've been tied to my dining room table Because the computer system they gave me was way too big to fit the desk. It took up half the dining room table. I boxed that computer up so fast and I dropped it back to the headquarters like you wouldn't believe. That in and of itself was a story too. Because they didn't give me the return instructions. I had to wait a whole week before getting the return instructions. The second I got them, I got the box. I got a label, a big box, and um, and bubble wrap, but the label was for the shipping to me. There was no return label. There were no return instructions. So I just had a box, a bubble wrap, and everything, and I said, you know what? I'm getting out of my house. I'm getting out of my house. So I put everything in the box, and the box was sitting right in the back seat of my car for a while. I, Listen, break in that car and steal that thing if you want. You will get caught. It's heavy. <laughs> it's heavy. It's unwieldy the that equipment is definitely tracked. You, good luck. Good luck to you. You're not going to get far. But when I removed the equipment from my house, it was like a weight was lifted. It was like taking weights off, like taking the the you know the ankle weights and all. It's like wow. We have our dining room table back. You can sit at the table and eat again like as a family. Of three me my girl my dog or when we have we can have other people over and have them actually eat at the d- table it's so incredible like i didn't know i would miss simple things like that because it's just been there <laughs> it's been there and it's been unwieldy and now that i've gotten rid of that i'm not getting that kind of thing ever again that is not darkening the doorstep i'll i don't i don't This has given me an opportunity to know that whatever it is, I do want a separation of church and state. What I mean by that, I do want a separation of work and home. Even if I'm doing something fun, I need somewhere else fun to do it. Because it's too easy. It's too, like, I want to enjoy coming home from work. I want to be able to separate those things. And with this job, it was hard because the monitors were ever-present. It was an ever-present reminder of me working a job that was meh. It's not the worst job I've ever had, but it's certainly not. It's, it's a job. <laughs> I would say it's not the best, but I don't think any job I've had has been the best job. There've just been semi-well-paying jobs or crappy-paying jobs. Funny enough, this was a well-paying job, and then it became a crappy-paying job. Speaking of my friends, (laughs) but not really. Speaking of jobs and my friends, I love them. I love my friends. I don't love jobs. But the questions came fast and furious, right? Are you okay? Sure. What are you going to do now? I don't know. What do you want to do? Not sure. How did it happen? Here's how it happened. Are you going to be okay? Yeah. What are you going to do? I don't know. Hey, do you want to work here? No. I mean... I don't I don't know. Hey, if you want to work here, apply now. I'm like, well, I just It's like it's like being in a relationship. <laughs> I just got out of a relationship. You want me to get in one right away. Love my friends. Love my friends. A lot of advice, a lot of here's what you should do, a lot of my job is hiring. Hey, apply right now within the moments of me telling them and i appreciated all that but when you're in the headspace of hey i don't know what i'm going to do next the, those are some of the worst possible things they can do that that can happen for you because just give me a moment let me breathe i'm gonna figure it out i always have and i always will well i may mean, not always will but i have so far i always will <laughs> you say things like that it's like oh will you oh will you now because here's the funny part right right the universe the universe offers you things in ways you don't realize and you don't recognize it offering it to you until you really take a step back and listen right because here i was lamenting the fact that i feel like i finally put everything together as far as the creative space goes like the videos are coming out. the guitar playing is getting better. I've hit a, a really good spot with the podcast where I can at least broad like podcast once a week and for a while. and everything looks good. And I said, hey, well, the only thing that's in a way is that pesky job. The universe is like, oh really. So if you didn't have that job, the job is in the way of you succeeding and your in your creative goals. Poof. Well, guess what? Not anymore. Like oh universe, I didn't mean it that way. I at mean, I still need money, universe. That's why I didn't say I don't want this job, universe. It's like no no, no no. Hey, I've now given you the time. Remember, which is the most precious thing. I've given you the time. So now use that time effectively. It's like but I got I got. What what, what? you have all you have twenty four hours in the day. You actually have twenty four hours in the day now. You don't have a thing called a pesky job standing in your way. Go out and do it. And I'm like, oh, universe, I didn't mean it that. What? What do you mean? Well, I don't care what you didn't. I don't. I don't know if the universe doesn't care or what I meant or not. All I know is, I wanted something, and it happened in this way. It's up to me, to not regret this time. Not to look back at this time and say, oh, why? Why in that first month? Did I take that whole month and do nothing at all? Like nothing, not even nothing towards my goals. Just like nothing at all. I've had my week of vegetation. I've had my week of like, alright, let me get off the ground. Now, from this very podcast episode forward, it's just about exploring the exploring page. And I can't wait. I've been, I feel like finally... The energy has returned. The energy wasn't there, and I didn't want to get on uh, and do a podcast episode and be like, "Whoa, it was me?" Because it's not what was me. Because no matter how bad you have it, somebody out there's always got it worse. I'm fine. Like they did, they did offer an employment. They did provide a severance. Apparently, I haven't seen it in the account yet, so I'm getting a little worried. <laughs> But if that comes through, I have I have income sources. I have income sources while not working. Yes. F to the yes. So but there's nothing to complain about. I am completely fine. I'm better than fine. I'm looking forward to the spring summer. Which I couldn't say before, because I'm like, ah, I'm not gonna go anywhere. I'm not gonna lose the weight I want. I'm going to have to be working, because money, money. Like, hey, guess what? Those obstacles have been removed. So now it's up to me to do something about it. But yeah, when you see the title of this, it's going to be like, Two Week Notice, oh my goodness, did you do it? And then you're going to hear it, and I'm like, oh. Ew. oh. oh, Oh. Oh! Oh. 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 Alright, so, I didn't want this whole episode to be about, jobs are sucky, how about you? I want to tell you about something interesting, right? So, you know, I do create content for all the social media platforms. Ugh, I even hate saying it like that. But I do, right? There's certain people that do what I do to a certain level. Some I believe better, some I believe worse, some I believe same level, right? So, I just started a guitar, TikTok. The guitar account um thing is you don't see my face i'm not you don't i'm not displayed at all nothing like that because it just it's just something fun it's a fun side project that i said let me throw up there right so especially on tiktok you have all these pro level guitarists that are like ah, oh, look at me i'm so impressive like and that's fine because that's what tiktok is for it is legitimately look at me let me do something right so I never get too crazy about that. But I saw one TikTok personality or creator, right? And they they also play guitar, right? Absolute beginner. Um, and shows, like, they post all the time. They post all the time. Uh, I wouldn't say Definitely every day, probably several times a day, right? Here's the thing. Objectively objectively, and this is going to sound horrible, not the best player of the instrument at all. I mean, yes, they are a beginner, but even still, it's, it, it's not a thing to behold. It's not a thing of beauty to behold for, from an ear perspective. But they amassed a large following, a very large following for them. Considering that by the instrument standards they're not very good at it, so I was like, "Wow!" What? I was I was impressed and a little like not jealous, but just wondering, "Hey, what's their formula? What's their Krabby Patty formula? How are they getting the success?" Because they this person by others what well, isn't considered conventionally attractive. They're not young, but they're not super old. Like, they're not elderly. There's there's nothing about them that would stand out or make you disregard the fact that they're terrible at music. At all. And it's not like they're not funny. Like, they're not using their personality to do it. It's just playing music and playing it quite badly for what the pieces are. But again, like don't don't judge them and don't think I'm judging them because they are a beginner. But I for me I was like, well, what can I learn from this? What can I learn from this? So I asked her I'm like, can you tell me why this person is as popular as they are on this app? And I was told it's because people are doing it to make fun of them. And this is how naive I am sometimes. I said, there's no way. There's no way. There's no way people would dedicate, like actually follow somebody and dedicate their time. And then as I started saying, I'm like, oh, no, no, no. I'm just stupid. Obviously, obviously they would. And I would have easily been able to assess that if I at all want looked at their comment section. Their comment section is filled with two people. Hate or encouragement? The hate is, oh, it's unbearable. You're terrible, you're garbage, you're not good at this, this, that, and the other. The encouragement, honestly, is equally as unbearable because it's never you're doing a great job. It's one day you're going to improve. One day you'll look back at this and be like, and be amazed at where you're coming from. No one's telling them they're doing a good job in the present. And I'm like, wow, that's so awful. So one thing everybody agrees on, that they're bad. They're objectively bad at this. And the only encouragement they're offering is, one day you'll be a lot better than this. Wow. That's, but they keep going. And I I commend them for that. But it was such a simple, Thing in front of me, but I was blinded by the fact that they got a lot of followers and thing. Because I, when I say, when I think of a lot of followers, I do think of the ability to monetize those followers to a certain point and not have to do what you don't have to do. You can do what you love. But and this is a person still. Like, listen, you you have thousands of people. Even if half of them, or even more, if most of them are hating on you, they're still following you. You're still being shown. You're still getting somewhere. And imagine if and when they do get better. Imagine if and when they do get better. Then they'll be able to, like, laugh at these times. Hopefully. Because, wow, those comments were really, really mean and awful. And there's nobody, there's no one saying you're doing a great job right now. And now that I say it out loud, maybe I should have been that person. Maybe I should have been that person. Maybe you can be that voice of encouragement. For that person's like, oh, this is not working out. Maybe that encouraging word from you is what's going to take them over the top. Maybe that encouraging word from me could have been the thing to take them over the top. Because here's the thing, right? Here's the dirty little secret. If someone is attractive enough, either physically or personality wise, we will forgive them for not being quote unquote talented or having talent. Cause I'll tell you a story back when I was a younger man and I used to go to bars and such performances a friend of mine, really great friend, one of my best friends of all time. Even if we're, we don't, we're not, you know, tethered as individuals right now, no shade to them or me. We just, people do just drift apart physically without really like, without it being an issue. But back when we used to run in the same circles, there was a young lady he was interested in. This young lady was a singer, right? She was a singer. conventional, Conventionally, as an archetype, as Attractive as that archetype gets conventionally, and I'm not gonna tell you what she looked like because it doesn't matter, just she would, she's considered a very attractive woman, stunning to a lot of people, even. So, people hear that she's an artist, she's a singer, they're very excited for it. I found her to be attractive, not I didn't find her to be like tear the world down attractive but here's the thing like i know my tastes are different like i i can find someone attractive and not want them that's my superpower ooh what a great superpower i wish i had the ability to print money or print time or something like that but that's not neither here nor there but he was quite enamored with this young lady right enough to bring a couple of his friends me and someone else over to her show to listen to this beautiful angel sing. And we went, we paid money, we paid money. We sat down to room, live band, all of it. We sat, we waited to listen to this, to this songstress. And she was quite possibly the worst singer I've ever heard live. And I've been to quite a few shows she was horrible, her voice was terrible, um pitch tune, rhythm all, all of it was just all out of a mess. She was chanting, um it was bad. It was really bad. it was awful. It got off to the point where I was like oh i don't find I don't find her even attractive anymore' cause she was awful. But here's the thing: people were telling her how amazing she was. Which, objectively, that's a lie. There was nothing amazing about it. There was nothing amazing about her voice. It wasn't anything amazing about her performance, because she just kind of stood there. It's, oh no, 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 baby. You're just really, really, really attractive, which is cool, but you cannot sing. You can't sing, and you can't perform. I don't understand what it is about you. Well, I do understand what it is about you. You're conventionally very attractive. You're probably an easy 9 or 10 on the conventionally attractive scale. But awful, awful, just awful. And I had to sit there and watch people (laughs) gas her because of what she had to offer. And I never forgot that, because I said, wow, you don't... And she never like blossomed or anything she never got past a certain level because you sometimes you really actually do have to have talent or you need the right push and, uh, and this isn't me hating on her dream or anything I, hey if you have enough confidence to go up there and do it i want you to succeed but the objective truth of it is she was awful and she also did not remember his name correctly. Like, how can you crush on somebody and have t- so many conversations with them and they not remember your name? It's like, oof. Oof, oof, oof. So, mm, I'm, it's, that's a core memory because she was so bad at it. She was so, I can't, I cannot stress for, for how serious the production was, how much it cost to watch this event, all those things, just, they they were awful, objectively awful, and I'll never forget it, even though I tried to forget it, because it was just like, and he knew, and after, after we heard her, he knew, he was being nice about it, he said, well, her performance, her voice, nothing's conventional, and it's like, nah, she's mad conventional, She just sucks at singing. Her voice is not a good one. I should know because I I have so many people around me who are excellent singers. Good to excellent to decent to can hold a tune. Hold a tune, hold a key, hold a note. She couldn't hold spare change, honestly. And I'm just leave it at that. But because she was what she was, conventionally attractive... Dimensionally very attractive, she's always going to have a certain push. Now, obviously, you put them on the social media, there will be some people who will push against the push. I'm firmly not in those people camps, because don't yuck somebody, Jum, just because you see the truth about them not being good at things. But I just know if you put that girl, if you give that girl the same, if you switch that, those two people, and put her in an account, where, like, she was the one playing something, or learning something, or doing something new, the comments would be so different, because, yeah, there'd be some people, like, oh, this ain't it, this ain't you, well, maybe it wouldn't be so different, because, group thing. but there'd be enough people white knighting it for her, Taking off her no, she's amazing. She's she's a beautiful soul, inside and out, all this other stuff. So something tells me. I don't know what the formula is, right? I don't know what the formula is. I don't even know if I have the ingredients for the formula. Right, ingredients for the formula. I, I might not be Mr. Crab. I might be Plankton. But maybe I'm Squidward. Anyway. But I just think that's interesting. It's for a moment I was like, oh how does this person get this? And I'm like, oof, wow. What comes with that? Because I don't know. I think I'd be okay if I had a lot of followers and half of the people that followed me was t- told me I was garbage. But what if 80% of the people that followed me told me I was garbage? And 20% of the people said, he's garbage now, but eventually he'll get better. Like, with my actual videos that I've been working seven years um, this year on, if, if 80% of the people who subscribed to me were like, you're terrible, we hate you, and 20% was, he's going to be good someday, that might be my 13th reason. That might be the reason I shut the account down totally and just say, you know what, 9 to 5 it is for me. But is it 9 to 5 for me? Is a 9 to 5 for me. We'll actually get into that. In the next episode. Oh. Snizzle. A cliffhanger. Yes it is. Because I think. We can talk about that next time. It's it's getting to be a long time here. And I'm not trying to break record. For longest podcast episode ever. For me. Or you. But. I'm, I'm glad if you listen to it. Hey. If you ever want to discuss anything with me, always, always, always know that you can email the show at nameofthispodcast at gmail.com. Leave. Please leave a review for the "Is Told by Reese podcast. Just leave leave a good old fashioned review. Helps me in the searches. Apparently, I'm what? What is it? What, what am I under? Like lifestyle or something like that? Art and culture? Like society and culture. Oof, that's hot. I'm in society and culture. What? What? That sounds amazing. Like, yes. Yes, I am. Um, there's a few, like, podcast award things coming up. I'm going to submit my podcast for that. Just because why not? Here's the thing, right? <laughs> my pod cap, my podcast description is pretty vague. Because I always like, hey, someone's going to happen upon this and be like, let's listen to this for a while. Because I never wanted to picture home myself and say i'm this kind of podcast because i'm really not we've talked about everything on this podcast we've talked about so much that it's hard to pinpoint what exactly this is but you know what i'm gonna put it i'm gonna put a really really great description in there just so i can be a little like get a little little bit more what if i win an award what if i win an award for this show huh all 50 of my listeners that would be great but i don't do it for the awards i do it for the you that's listening the you that will come across this podcast someday and hey maybe this will get you through your nine to five work day or maybe this will encourage you to chase whatever you're chasing about or maybe this is like something to listen to for issues and giggles. But whatever reason you listen to this podcast, know that I'm very grateful that you do listen to this podcast. I grew up not a lot of people listen to me. A lot of people don't listen to me now, but you do. And for that, thank you. Well, I think it's about that time for you to get on out of here. I am so happy you decided to visit me in my little corner of the galaxy. But, this is a little it's gathering too much space to us. So, you're going to go. The shuttle's here. But, at some point, you're going to return. And I'll be here with more stories. But, yeah, next episode. Which is going to come out much sooner than you think. Going to talk about some interesting things. Like, my relationship to the universe. It's going to be a me episode next time. Who knew? Who knew? I wasn't planning on it being... But it is. But maybe the episode after that, it's going to be about you. We'll have to find out. But until then, thanks for listening. And I'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye.